season do you think we're in? What do you think God is calling the attention of Grace Assembly to? The Holy Spirit. Who said Holy Spirit there? Receive double portion blessing in Jesus' name. Brethren, I want to catch your attention this evening. I, I got troubled about the state of the church, including Grace Assembly. And I began to examine all the possibilities. And I started to pray. And I started to agonize about what is wrong. Because the picture that I see in my heart is not matched by the reality on ground. And the longer I stayed, the Lord was quiet until towards the end of the year. And the Lord said, you should know that it is elementary. And he said, it is because we left the Holy Spirit behind in the last decade of the church. We left the Holy Spirit behind and we started to do a lot of self-help. There's nothing wrong with self-help, but that is, should not be the strength of the Christian man. Are you there? We started doing things by motivation. There's nothing wrong with meditation, but meditation cannot be the driving force of a born-again child of God. We started going for business seminars, good as they are, they should not be our strength. There must be a marked difference between those that believe God and those that do not believe God. And the Lord said, it's the Holy Spirit. And I had a conversation with Pastor Tefia, and he said the same thing. And I said, this is it. How many of you are troubled for the lack of character in church? You're not troubled. How many of you trouble the fact that Nigeria is the most church nation in the world and yet the most corrupt nation now? It doesn't balance. Don't play any games. It doesn't balance. The more you put salt in something, the sweeter it should become. And if the salt is to lose its flavor, the Bible says it becomes good for nothing. I quote the Bible. But to be thrown out and to be trampled underfoot. May that not be what will happen to our generation in Jesus' name. I sought the Lord and I said, even when it comes to doing well, why is it that the, the strength of even the Christian man are earthly connections? What happened to the help of God that can establish a man whether people like it or not? And the Lord said, it's the Holy Spirit. He said, go back to the Holy Spirit. And a thief came into the church and relegated the Holy Spirit to some, something that we use to speak in tongues and that's it. So after we speak in tongues, we leave the Holy Spirit behind. I want to show you something from the word of God. I hope multimedia will help me. Go, uh, take, me to John, um, uh, take me to John 16 and verse 6. I want the King James Version of the Bible. If you have your Bible, just turn there because I'm not going to wait for them. Um, John 16 and verse 6. How is that possible? Verse 7. Verse 7. Now, I, I, I want you to have your attention. If we have a problem, do you want the solution? All right. Do you think you need some help? Do you think you want to do better with your life? Do you want to fulfill destiny? The prophecies in your life, do you want them to come to pass? Now listen. 
Jesus said, nevertheless, I tell you what? I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you, all of you, that I go away. For if I go away, the comforter, another translation says, the helper. So if you're talking about Ebenezer, you're talking about the Holy Spirit. Hello, sir. Hello, somebody. Uh, the comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. Now, I checked the meaning of the word expedient. Can somebody help me? What does expedient mean? Compulsory? No, not quite. Most importantly for now. Anybody else? Very necessary. Anybody else? Jesus looked at eternity, look at the church, look at his uh, father's uh, kingdom, and said, no, the expedient thing for me to do is to go away. If this vision is going to be established, if they are going to be who they're called to be, if they will succeed, it is time for me to go. It is urgent. Another translation says, it is best for me to go so that I may send you the helper. And sad now is the case that the helper now came and we left him behind. Let me ask someone. If God sent you a helper and you left your helper behind, what happens? You struggle. Come on now. If God sent you a helper on something you could not have achieved by yourself and you left the helper behind, whether knowingly or unknowingly, what happens? You struggle and you're likely to fail. And the Lord said to me, don't agonize over the church. The church is not going to change except we go back to the Holy Spirit. It's not, it's not more preaching. No, 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 no. Can I ask you, have we not heard sermons? Come on now, have we not heard sermons? Have we not seen all kind of preaching styles? Has it changed people? Has it changed the nation? You know, we got to a point, we started to peddle our ability to preach. We started to peddle how much equipment we have. And none of that was the salt. But the salt should never lose its flavor. In my own dictionary, the word experience says the quick, the easy, and the best way to solve a problem. Hello. Quick, easy, and the best way to solve a problem. So when Jesus says it is expedient for me to go away, he said there is a problem. The quick way, the easy way, and the best way is to do what? Send the helper. Along comes the helper. And the church left the helper behind. And now we're surprised. The state of our heart, the state of our character, the state of our testimony, the state of our church, and the state of our nation, even the state of our finances. Honestly. And so, it is expedient for us to go back to the Holy Spirit. I'm here today to remind you of the promise of the Spirit. I'm here to remind you of the potential we have walking with the Spirit. 
I'm here. I've examined. And the more I look at it, the more I marvel. And I said, the thief truly is a very crafty thief. He made us busy with motivation. Busy with preaching. Busy with self-help and business and education. And the most important thing, we walked slowly away. We drifted away from it. And now we don't like what we see. But God is so good because the Holy Spirit is a patient spirit. You know what he did? He sat waiting for us to come back. And this season of the Holy Spirit, things are going to change for better in Jesus' mighty name. And we're going to tap in into that power and be everything that God has called us to be. Now, so this is not the service for baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm just trying to catch your attention. We're going to examine things together and may the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. The Bible says he opened their understanding so that they could comprehend the scriptures. So that any blindfolding that had distorted our vision will be removed and our eyes be healed and our heart to be enlightened and will regain understanding and comprehension in Jesus mighty name. So it is experience for us to talk about the Holy Spirit. I'm going to engage you. Bring me my first slide. I think um, two Sundays ago. I started with a scripture in the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of you were around? We saw a soul become prophetic in the power of the Holy Spirit. To this point that people started an adage, is Saul now amongst the prophets? They saw something that made them create a saying in the power of the Holy Spirit. Somebody that couldn't find a donkey when the power of the Holy Spirit came to him, he, he ignited. The next one, the next slide, on Sunday, I came back, in, rather than say in the power of the Holy Spirit, I said from the power of the Holy Spirit. And that scripture talks about the sevenfold Spirit of God or the seven sides of the Spirit of God. It is spirit, the life-giving Spirit that brings wisdom and understanding with Him. He gives, when it comes into your life, direction, counsel, or guidance. The Spirit that builds strength and the Spirit that instills knowledge and the fear of God. Can you now see if the level of the Holy Spirit a man has will, sh will show in the level of the fear of God he demonstrates. Are you there? It says he instills the fear of the Spirit. So when you are beating people or when you are shouting at them, you may not succeed because if you don't get more feeling of the Spirit, they will not change. The fear of God will not change. A lot of things will not change because... He is the changer that the Lord said, it is good for me to go. In fact, it is the best thing for me to go so I can change you by sending him to you. Hello. And what happened to church? We left the changer behind and we're trying to change ourselves. The power of transformation, what I'm saying to you, comes from the Holy Spirit. He's the one that's able to change us. 
From glory to glory. In fact, that scripture says, as we behold him in a, in a glass uh, with unveiled face, we're transformed into the same image from glory to glory as by the spirit of the Lord. You can't change your husband by shouting. That's not how. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. Ah, Jehovah God. And then we go to battles, we lose battles because we're not going in the power of the Holy Spirit. We're trying to build things and we're not building from the anointing that comes by the Holy Spirit. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad because we're on a course. And when the Lord said to me, the year of Ebenezer, I didn't even link it to the Holy Spirit. I didn't. Then I checked, what is Ebenezer? Helper. Who is a helper? The Holy Spirit. Who did Jesus say is going to come? The Holy Spirit. So what happened to the Holy Spirit? We lost him somewhere along the line. But we're coming back in Jesus' name. Bring me my slide for today. And the, the message today is through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. We started in the power then from the power and now through the Holy Spirit. Now look at the scripture up there. It says now, why don't you read with me please from the amplified version of the Bible. It's up on the screen. Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. Are you there? But the Holy Spirit who is from God, given to us so that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us by God. Hello. I know why you're quiet. You're saying, you've got to be kidding me. Is this the Bible? Yes. I read again. It says, now we have, now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. And that's the problem. We were receiving too much from the spirit of the world. And you see, it's the law of displacement and replacement. The more of the world, the less of the spirit. It says, but we have received the Holy Spirit who is from God. Listen to this. He was given to us. Why? So that we might realize. Because we, are, we were realizing something else. What, what we ought to realize is the truth. So that we, after realizing, we can actually comprehend or understand. And then we might appreciate and appropriate the gifts of divine favor and blessing. The Holy Spirit is supposed to help us know how we are blessed, where we are blessed. Through how through which door is going to come into and to enjoy God's favor and these things were given freely and somebody help me lavishly, but we look like we don't have enough of it, and these things were bestowed upon us by God, but only realizable through the Holy Spirit becomes comprehensible through the Holy Spirit. To appreciate and appropriate it, you need the guidance through the Holy Spirit. That's why I titled the word through the Holy Spirit. Now, if we don't have Holy Spirit or we leave the Holy Spirit behind, what happens to the gifts of divine favor and blessings that he freely and lavishly bestowed upon us? I want an answer. 
What happens to those things? If those things are only realizable through the Holy Spirit. If, if you can only comprehend them through the Holy Spirit. When we leave the Holy Spirit behind, what happens to those gifts? We don't access them. We struggle. And then the world will now beckon to us and say, no, no, you don't struggle. Let me show you how we do it. And that's why a lot of Christians have gone back to Tashish. It's as if God is not able to keep his promise. No, the promise of God are accessible by the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just to speak in tongues. Jesus says it is the most expedient thing I can do. It is the most important thing. He is called the helper. He is the Ebenezer we are talking about. So if you want Ebenezer, let's go back to the Holy Spirit. Okay. Why are you all quiet? He says, we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. Let's do away with these things. It's hurting us. But we have received the Holy Spirit who is from God, who is given to us that we might finally realize, at last comprehend, and come to appreciate and appropriate the gifts of divine favor. It's in our family prayer of agreement, favor. The gifts of blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us by God and eludes us. What is this thing about Christians? We're so worldly. Worldly, I don't mean that we're sinful. We pursue things the way the world pursues things no differently. Do you know that there should be a marked difference between the believer and the unbeliever? I'll give you an example. Jesus walked with these 12 guys. Ate with them. They saw all the miracles. They saw him walk on water. But as soon as he went, what happened? They first went into hiding. Then Peter said, the way to succeed is to fish. That's the spirit of the world. He said, I go fishing. And he took them with him. When they had not the Holy Spirit, they went back to the spirit of the world. And they caught nothing. They started to struggle. And that's why Jesus says, listen, go and wait in Jerusalem until you receive the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will have the power. And on the day of Pentecost, what happened? They stepped out. I showed you in the scripture on Sunday. And they started to speak. And people said, this man didn't go to school. Where did they find this kind of eloquence? Why, how come they developed to be like this? And they said, what you see is not a big thing. It is the power of the Holy Spirit. The same people. They committed the same offense we are committing. They went back to their normal ways. And they wanted to do normal ways to do extraordinary spiritual things. It doesn't work like that. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, boldness came upon them. Abilities that they never studied for came upon them. I want to testify if nobody else will tell the truth. The Holy Spirit is not limited to your education. The Holy Spirit can open your understanding. You will level up with professors. And those of you that are, are gifted artists and so on. Bible says this breath of the almighty gives inspiration. 
Music was never created by the devil. Uh, Lucifer was the angel in, in charge of worship. But he did not create worship. Because he is a created being. There was worship before he was created. He was just the head of the choir. So if you want to know music, let the Holy Spirit tell you about music. Bible says through wisdom is his house built. It is by understanding it is established. It is by knowledge all the rooms are filled with all the things. And the wisdom says I was with God when the world was formed. And the Holy Spirit is a spirit that brings wisdom and understanding. So with wisdom that you build a house, we should be building mighty things. And we are going to build those things. I, I like that amen. I like that amen. So look at it this way. This scripture tells me how bad Satan is. Satan is so crafty, he will have stolen everything for you from you. You won't even know. You'll still be chatting with him. The church was still worshipping and yet we're drifting away from the Holy Spirit. I like that scripture in the New Testament. I, be, I believe in the book of James. I said that we must hold fast to these things lest we drift away. Drifting is something you do subconsciously. And the Holy Spirit doesn't pursue people. No, he doesn't pursue people. You have to desire him. He told the disciples, the apostles, to go and wait. Wait until he comes. You know what happens? The world now told us waiting is foolish. So we're always in a hurry. The Holy Spirit doesn't chase people. You wait for the Holy Spirit. That's why the world and the church are opposites. The world says nothing good waits for people. Is that not what they say? Nothing good waits for people. So everybody is now hustling. You even hear Christians pray, Lord, bless my hustle. No, 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 no. It is, it is a street child that hustles. A child that has a good father never needs to hustle. A child that has a competent father, an organized father that has means and has sight, foresight and operating oversight, your child never needs to hustle. With all due respect, as far as you can say for a mind, my children don't need to hustle. Because I am watching over them. Bible says, if you know how to give good things to your children, how much more will God give? The Holy Spirit. That's what he said. The Holy Spirit to those are asking. Because once you have the Holy Spirit, you walk in the Holy Spirit, you're full of the Holy Spirit. Listen, nobody can touch you. That is the Spirit and the power of God. Every time God wants to do something, it is the power in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's the problem. Let me show you something. First Corinthians 2. If you can, help me put verses 14 and 15 together, the Message Bible. 1 Corinthians 2 is still the same scripture. We read verse 12. That was what was on the screen. But now we want to see verses 14 to 15, but from the Message Bible. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. Say through the Holy Spirit. Say in the power of the Holy Spirit. Say from the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, this is not going to work. I can't even see. Can you see it? No, I said message. Ah, you need the Holy Spirit up there. Message, message, message. 
Put 14 and 15 together. Let's see whether it works. Can you see it? Alright, good. It says, the unspiritual self, just as it is by nature, cannot receive the gifts. The gifts of favor and blessing. They cannot receive the gifts of God's spirit. There's no capacity for them. They seem like so. They 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 seem like so much silliness. Uh, spirit can be known only by spirit. God's spirit and our spirit in what? Please say it. God's spirit and our spirit in what? Open communion, which means our hearts always open. The Holy Spirit always present. If you want to tap into the realm of the Spirit and things be the way God wants things to be. Verse 15, it says spiritually alive. We have what? We have what? We have access to everything God's Spirit is doing and can't be judged by unspiritual critics. Spiritually alive. When our spirit is in open communion with the Holy Spirit, we become spiritually alive. Please, what is the opposite of alive? What is the opposite of alive? And if you're not spiritually alive, you can't find access to everything God's spirit is doing. Listen, People, it is not true that the only thing Holy Spirit is doing is teaching how to speak in tongues. It is not true. The world was formed. Bible says he spoke and the Holy Spirit brought it to pass. The Holy Spirit is the power of God in motion. And then he gave that to us to be resident within us to bring to pass the things that he has said. And then we go around struggling by ourselves. You see, as long as you want to prove that Jesus is Lord with your own strength, you're going to make a mockery of the gospel. He that said it has released the power to do it. He's just saying, let's enter an open communion. Let's be spiritually alive. We gain access to everything God's spirit is doing. That's where we need to be. Okay, what is God doing at this time? God is proving that he's our helper. Do you know it is the Holy Spirit that is making us understand who the helper is? Anybody can be praying until you find out that, come on, think, the helper is not one new creation. It is the Holy Spirit. I will show you this translation and say, I will send you the helper. How many of you are sitting in the Bible? Before? I will send you the helper. Now he's talking and look at it when he's talking about Ebenezer. We did not even match it. It takes the Holy Spirit to open our eyes. Anything God called you to do has to be greater than you. It's going to require more than you. So when you try and achieve it the world's way, you become a caricature of who you should be. And that's why we lie. That's why we, we spray perfume on our CVs. We can't afford to show who we are because who we are does not match who we're supposed to be. And who, it's not because God is not able. We're not going back to the Holy Spirit. Even as I'm talking about Holy Spirit, a lot of people are uncomfortable. When last did you hear? Who is he? Really? I thought that was old school. 
Access is by the Holy Spirit. That's why I titled the sermon through the Holy Spirit. Imagine how many things you could have done. Imagine. Every spiritual life, we have access to everything God's Spirit is doing. Everything God is doing. Bring up the slide for me. Um, the contemporary English version, CEV, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 12. The same scripture that was on my sermon um, slide. But we're going to see it in the CEV now. And you're going to w- look at this. It says, but God, read with me. God has given us his spirit. That's why, read with me now. That's why we don't think the same way that the people of this world think. Really? That's also why we can recognize the blessings that God has given us. The blessing God has given us, the principally is to help us. Is to assist us because he knows our frame. He knows how weak we are. When, 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 when Daniel, Bible says, if an excellent spirit was found in him, even the unbeliever says, it is, we are full of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you have excellent wisdom. Listen, there are some things that are beyond human capacity. And it is when a normal person begins to do supernatural things that they say, who is your father? The best sermon, honestly, are not the words we speak. There are things God does through our lives. Action speaks louder than words. In fact, some people have gone further and said, talk is cheap. Do something for me to know that you mean business. Didn't the Bible say the world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God? When Peter preached that some of 5,000 people got saved. And they spoke in tongues that people they never learned. They spoke like professors they never went to school. Did people not want to know what was going on? May the Lord do wonders with our lives. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of exploits. Ordinary is too common. Why do you say you are special and everything about your life is ordinary? Ordinary is not bad if all you have is ordinary. Ordinary is absurd when you are supposed to have the Holy Spirit. We need to go back to the Holy Spirit. And when you talk about Holy Spirit, it's not microwave age. Jesus said, wait, and he didn't tell them how long. Wait until you receive the Holy Spirit. This generation, you can't tell them to wait 10 minutes. No, no, they're not going to have it. Listen, anybody that is in a hurry cannot move with the Holy Spirit. Can I prove it to you? Kings don't hurry. You will never see a king running. You know why? Everybody waits for the king. That's why you will know that is the spirit of the king. So one of the things we have to first begin to take seriously are the fruits of the spirit. Patience is a fruit of the spirit. 
I'm not talking about patience just with your wife and your children. That's elementary. Even unbelievers can do that. You need the kind of God's patience when you're waiting for the Holy Spirit. So when we start breaking down Holy Spirit, stop looking at your watch. You're going to miss the Holy Spirit. Stop hurrying. Okay, all the hurry we have hurried where we don't reach. I'm asking now. Have you noticed that we have learned hurry from the world? Have you heard? Have you learned? It has not taken us. If you're running, running, running and you have not reached your destination, you're on a treadmill. You know what a treadmill is? You are running on the spot. You need to get off that spirit of the world and get back into the Holy Spirit. I'm tired of running. I'm tired. Bible says, he that believes does not make haste. Come down. The amount of things Jesus did in three and a half years, you will know that it's the Holy Spirit. God is able to help us redeem the time if we would wait on him. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Do you know it's faster to fly than to run? So God is saying, whilst others are running, I will give you wings. If you wait on me. And the, the world came and taught us hurry, impatience. The spirit of the Lord is a gentle spirit. He, he takes his time. He is deliberate. He's a builder. And when he builds something, he maintains it. Glory to God. Give, give me the New Century Version, John 14, 26. Let's read this one. But the helper will teach you a few things. He will teach you everything and cause you to remember all that I told you. Then it says, this helper is my education. This helper is my connection. This helper is the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, Jesus said. This helper is the Holy Spirit. When it says he will teach you everything, child of God, do you know you can go for an interview and whilst you're sitting down there, they also will tell you everything they're going to ask you. And it says, this is what you will say. Look at Esther. Esther was a foreigner. She was hiding her nationality. Have you read that part? She was hiding that she didn't know she was Jewish because she was not supposed to be there. And she felt that would disqualify her. The other spirit said, not only are you going to reveal, you're going to go where you're not supposed to go. Bible says when she stood in front of the court, the king looked upon her and Esther found favor before the king. How? The Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, the Bible says Esther found favor with the eunuchs, 
that they gave her the best robes that they knew the king liked. Do you know that when they want to choose, somebody, the Holy Spirit can move on the person and give you all the inside information. I struggle to believe that God called me to be a Christian, a child of God, and my life would be as ordinary as the average Joe on the street. I struggle to believe that. How am I going to do exploits? Hello? Which school you go where they teach you how to do exploits? Tell me the degree. PhD exploits. Do you know what exploits means? Incredible feats of achievement. Do something and leaves you without the ability to do it. He doesn't do that. So the, the, I, I want to engage you. Ordinary is not impressive. On the day of Pentecost was a manifestation ordinary. When they started walking and moving in the Holy Spirit, was there anything ordinary about them? Nothing was ordinary about them again. People that denied Jesus. The same Peter that denied Jesus, he said, if you want to crucify me like Jesus, no, 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 I'm not worthy. Crucify me upside down. Somebody that ran when they arrested him. He said, at the point of his death, he said, you can't crucify me like my master. I I'm not worthy. If you're going to crucify me, crucify me upside down. So that nobody will imagine that we're equals. This is somebody that ran on the day of arrest. Can I tell you, the Holy Spirit will give you boldness and audacity. That's what they call incredible faith. I want, to, I want us to look at this thing. It says the Holy Spirit will teach you everything. Please, somebody define everything for me. Everything that you need to know. If your situation changes, the Lord will teach you about the new situation. You were never meant to walk alone. Forget Liverpool. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are practicing plagiarism. They are not the one that created it. It's the Holy Spirit that created that one. Once you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you don't walk alone. Once you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you never should be powerless. You know why you never walk alone? Angels must attend to where he is. Have you ever seen a head of state without security before? Even when he's playing golf, you may not see them, they're on trees. They're watching with binoculars and all kinds of things are going on. May the Lord help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm trying to get your attention to the point that we need the Holy Spirit. I told you the few experiences I started having. I've started receiving instructions. You know what happens? The moment I forget I have the Holy Spirit. You know what happens to me? I start thinking like a mere man. You know what we men do? They, anything they cannot plot by themselves. They get angry. They get frustrated. Is that true or not? 
But the man that has the Holy Spirit knows that when I get to the door, the door will open to me of its own accord. No, you don't get it. When Peter was in jail, the angel woke him up. Yeah? He said, put on your sandals. Is that not so? He said, follow me. Peter knew there was the first, the prison gate, and the second gate, and then the gate to the city. If Peter was walking like a mere man, you know what he would have said? He said, I won't follow you because I don't have keys. The Bible said, when they got to the gate, the gate opened to them of its own accord. When you walk with the Holy Spirit, what, as long as you know you're walking with the Holy Spirit, you never worry about the next level. You never worry about the next door. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. There's an understanding. You know, God is impressed with people that trust him. One of the things I find about the Holy Spirit is you begin to trust God. You know, when you see someone that trusts God, you can't but notice them. And you're thinking, let's see what will happen. And instead of your foolishness happen, they get the breakthrough. Instead of the limitation shutting them down, God makes a way for them. They are impressive people. But when your unbeliever sees you, when you plot, 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 and you can't find the answer, you don't have the key, you don't even get up and go. Or you get angry and you get frustrated. Then your message is not impressive. They're just looking at you. There's no difference between you and I. The boy will not get papa and the one will get papa. Can you imagine a boy on the street telling you and him you are on the same level? You, it, it, it's a terrible thing. I am making an appeal to you. Let us hunger for the person of the Holy Spirit. Let us cry for him to return. Let us open our hearts. Let us stop struggling to build with our own strength. The Bible says, not by power, my might, by my spirit, said the Lord. Let's not imagine that until I have a key, I will not knock on a door. Let's not imagine that unless I have all the degrees, I can't do it. He teaches us everything. He's the power of God at work. The time you spend waiting for the Holy Spirit is not wasted. You will build turbo engine that you overtake people that went long ahead of you. When the series on the Holy Spirit starts, don't miss any one of it. I, I see Grace Assembly making a U-turn and going back to the Holy Spirit. We, we get to a season where whilst you're worshipping, people are healed. We, we have situations when children will walk, a little child walk to a woman and just lay hands on her and this woman will just be healed. I remember when 
my, 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 my daughter, my first daughter was born. Those are the days of the Holy Spirit. Anybody that was coming to my house, she would just stand by the window. She would just be singing, eh, Pastor Dave is coming, Pastor Dave is coming. I said, what, do you, what song are you singing? She says, Pastor Dave is coming. I said, no, Pastor Dave is in Badon. He's very busy. And then, one and a half hours later, I see someone shaking my gate. And it's Pastor Dave. And I call the child. How did you know? You know what she would say to me? Does God not speak to you? I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I would have a need. And I say, this need is met in Jesus' name. And my clients will send me checks for a job we have not even done. And when I ask them, they say, why did you send this check? We just felt, just, they don't even understand. Because something needed to be done. The Holy Spirit overshadows them. And my need is met. I told you of an instance. I did a job. And an angel went to wake up the man in the middle of the night. And told him, let me see the check you want to give this fellow. He said, this is rubbish. What kind of yeah, check is this? The fellow tore the check, shaking, came to my house. I said, who are you? I said, sir, what happened? He said, an angel woke me up. I'm still afraid. He said, please take this. I didn't work for you. I work for this my client. You on the other side. I just gave you free advice that don't do it like this. That money was serious money. I was not even a pastor. Now somebody is owing you money. You'll be banging the person's gate. You'll be shouting. No, 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 no. There is an angel that is a tax collector. I'm not kidding you. I wish I could meet. He's a king now. I wish I could bring him to church. He said, this man is very dangerous. From that day, he used to keep his money with me. He would keep his money with me. He told me, buy a Mercedes. I bought the Mercedes. For one and a half months, he was packed in my house. He didn't even come. He didn't even see the car. I said, sir, you trust me? He said, you, that angel follow you around. Then you leave all that. You start running around the place. Like mere men. You know what mere men will mean? Yeah, yeah, man. You are the child of the king. His, his spirit, he has invested in us. Let us enter an open communion. Let us open our hearts. The Bible says, we have not, it says because of the Holy Spirit, we do not think like men of this world. We should not reason like them. I can't wait. So when you start that series on the basics of the Holy Spirit. This is not, I'm just giving you information. I'm just reminding you of what God blessed us with. Do you know this struggle was never our portion? This struggle was never our portion. A, a, a wicked spirit, an evil spirit has foisted this upon us. But may the Lord cause us to be able to turn around. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a little concerned that nobody said anything. Nobody asked a question. Give them the microphone please. Praise the Lord. 
Thank you so much, sir, and good evening. Uh, I've been amazed right from the first day you started this teaching. And uh, one of the scriptures that still God brings to my, my knowledge every day is uh, Acts of Apostles chapter 4. Is it verse 13 now? Where, when the people witness uh, the disciples and how the power of God, the Holy Spirit was demonstrated through them on the Pentecost, they, they said of a truth, This one has been with Jesus. Yeah. And you clearly told us before now that Peter, one of the chief apostles, was the one who followed. Jesus right from behind and a little girl had to accuse him and said, not, not a man, oh, a little girl. Your speech <laughs> has sold you out. You're one of them. He said, I'm not. And then he swore. <laughs> and he swore. And before he knew it, the cock crew and he remembered all that Christ told him. I told him, yes. My question is this, sir. How do we retrace our steps back to the Holy Spirit? Can, can you celebrate him, please? The first scripture I read today is where I will go. It says, now, aha, it's up on the screen. Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. That's not what God gave us, so let's not embrace it. But the Holy Spirit who is from God giving to us so that we might realize. You see, your relationship with the Holy Spirit starts with a realization, which is why the stage we're at now. You know, realization, oh now I know why you're quiet. It's realization. Realization makes you think and sigh. And whilst you're doing that, be careful the enemy will say, are you sure? And you say, stay out of my business. So when we realize, the Bible says, it says, um, so the Holy Spirit given to us so that we may realize and comprehend. When it begins to fall into place, you become absolutely resolute. I need the Holy Spirit. I want a baptism of Holy Spirit. I want an infilling of the Holy Spirit. I want to walk in the Spirit. Before I leave home, I will speak to the Holy Spirit for direction. I will expect direction from the Holy Spirit so that there is a complete turning of your mind the right way back. So it starts with realization. So you're already on course. Now, as we go into the series of um, the Holy Spirit, the simple, and you know what? The thing about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is very simple. Probably too simple, that's why we walked away. You know, people say, ah, what? You think say this thing will work? It ain't too simple. Oh, yes, God made it so simple, it's idiot proof. And so, when the basic things are taught to us, you start practicing them. I remember that it says, in that day, you will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. It didn't say whose voice. It doesn't matter. It may be a child's voice. You will recognize that this is God speaking. So in that day, it talks about in the day where you are in the valley of decisions. 
In that day, it talks about a time where people are a little hurried. Now, all this election is coming, and I want to shut down and say, Lord, all this noise doesn't bother me. Which way forward? Because you see, a lot of confusing things are going to happen. But God, who knows the end from the beginning, is the one that gives the information through His Spirit. So, and then as you practice walking with the Spirit, your confidence in the Spirit will increase. So don't expect to perfect it one time. Because it's like learning to walk. You take your time. But you see, there is a power also that you will find that some things you say will surprise you how quickly they will happen. I have I've learned now in the mornings to speak some things. I will release that one later. When I say it, then I'm okay. And when I'm moving, no shaking. You know, those days, you see, all those things we said in our understanding, they're not as important as saying what the Holy Spirit said. You know what Jesus said? He said, whatever I see my father say, I say. What I see him do is what I do. So there is need for us to be so connected that it is not even your own words you speak in. It's what you hear about the situation. And so, you look so powerful because it comes to pass. So, we're on course. There is a realization. And do you know what? As you stay in this mode, you pray about it. And just don't pray fancy prayer. The Holy Spirit is a simple spirit. Just say, Lord, I want to reconnect. In small things, in big things, keep bringing me back to this. When I'm sleeping, when I awake, help me to be conscious of you. You know what happens? We're too conscious of the world. We measure everything by the world standards. We, we take decisions by even only our cognitive thinking. No. There's a time you want to take a decision. The Lord will say, why not this? And all of a sudden you will understand. You wanted to say something. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think now I know um, what I've missed so far. Um, but thank God for the cloud. That while we're talking, uh, it just dawned on me that the, the Lord, our Savior, Jesus, was ordinary until the Holy Spirit came upon him. Everything he did at every time, it was the Holy Spirit doing it through him. So without the Spirit of God, as mighty as our Lord and Savior is on earth, he couldn't do anything. Let, he, he let, let, let's, let's break it down for them. Stay with me. Stay with me, the microphone. How many of you remember that Jesus started his ministry only after the baptism? Yes, sir. When he came out of the waters, what happened? The, spirit. the heavens parted, and the Spirit of the Lord, which is the Holy Spirit, descended yes, like a dove upon him, yes, and there was a declaration concerning him. Yes, and after that, he began to do miracles unstoppable from that day. But he did nothing of repute up until that time. And the same thing happened to the disciples. It was from the day of Pentecost. Even the Lord Jesus, you hit the point. Why did Jesus wait? When John says, I don't need to baptize you. 
You know what he said? Leave that matter. Baptize me. He knew what was going to come after. My friend, don't stop coming to church. Don't stop praying. Don't stop listening to the, all the sermons on the Holy Spirit. Something truly is about to happen. John, John was going to say, leave it. He said, no, 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 no. I need this thing. All right, let's hear you. I'd like to ask about consciousness. Mm-hmm. How conscious is the man who has the Holy Spirit? Is it something you realize? Is it possible you have the Holy Spirit without knowing? Or you, it's possible, is it possible you have the Holy Spirit without knowing? Or Does anybody want to answer that question? Huh? And secondly, I have a second Can you have the Holy Spirit without knowing? No, because uh, the reason I'm asking. Let me, let, me, let me ask you. Do you know the first Thessalonians, it says, quench not the Spirit. Another translation, do not silence the Holy Spirit. You can have the Holy Spirit and you silence him. Because uh, many of these characteristics or qualities, I, I see some people who I uh, presume do not have much knowledge about the holy, teachings of the Holy Spirit, exhibit them uh, Spontaneously, whether knowingly or not. So, it, it, I begin to ask myself: Is it possible this guy had the spirit without knowing? As long as you are a believer and you are open to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will operate. I think the problem is resisting the Holy Spirit, knowingly or knowingly. Give me the contemporary English version of the Bible in the slide. You see, let me let me tell you. You can have the Holy Spirit and you don't ever walk in the Holy Spirit. You don't ever flow in His power because it's like a car that you lock up in the garage. Is it that you don't have a car? You have a car, but you didn't start it. It says, but God has given us the Spirit. Read the next sentence. That's why we don't think the same way that the people of the world think. Your thinking can short circuit the operation of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible says, renew your mind by the word of God. What is the word of God? You are not ordinary. You have been called out of the world. Do not be conformed to this or be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you may prove what is the good and perfect will of God. God has a will. God has a destiny. God has a place for you. God has exploits for you to do. But you won't do that by thinking like the world. So when you come to church, what... The word of God does is to cleanse your mind. To renew your mind so that your mind adjusts to the frequency of the Holy Spirit. So that you can be in open communion with him. We read that. It says as we are in open communion with him, we gain access to the things he has for us. The mind is a powerful thing. If you shut your mind, the Holy Spirit won't pull down the door of your mind. It's only the devil that does that. So, the word of God makes us tender towards the Holy Spirit. Fellowship reminds us to be open. That's why even somebody filled with the Spirit may go through a season where you are not walking in the Spirit. Because at that time, you are not as open anymore. Have you heard when they say somebody is not open to something? You know, as I'm speaking now, you are not more open to the Holy Spirit. If you stay 
meditating like this, there'll be more expression of the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, can I tell you, whilst I'm speaking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will fall on some people that have not received the Holy Spirit. It's it's in the Acts of Apostles. Whilst he was speaking in the house of Cornelius, the Holy Spirit fell on all of them. The Holy Spirit is willing. You see, the Holy Spirit is an obedient spirit. His job is to come and rest and fill the people and cause them to be like Jesus and to do exploits. And when it's time, to take them back. We are the ones that are not cooperating. Help me slap somebody high if I say, start cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Start cooperating. Answer the, uh, the second one, but I think this, this already answers it. Your heart, open your heart. Yeah, those who are open, they, yeah. will, they will see the move because of the Spirit. I was about to ask if, if there's a formatted pattern, a particular way. Uh, for Jesus, it was through baptism uh, in the he waited, waited on the Lord. Is there, if there are different way, it comes. But uh, you just said this has to do with the mind. It, it, the, you know what the Lord said? It says in the book of Revelation. And Revelation talks about the timing beyond when he came as man. It says, behold, I stand at the door. And do what? I knock. It says, if any man hears me and opens the door, what will I do? I will come in. And do what? I will dine with him. Dine talks about putting a place where you're relaxed, you can be accomplished, and you can celebrate. Hallelujah. You again. Is it by the Spirit or in the power of the Holy Spirit? <laughs> okay. Please, I've heard believers make this statement over and over, over again. Uh, something like this. I wanted to enter that bus, but something told me. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> that brings me to my question. How do we become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit? It comes from first a realization. Do you know when you realize something, you become more conscious of the thing? Now when you're more conscious, you can choose to flow with it or not flow with it. So I'm telling you, you are not the same person that walked in here. Do you know that when you're going home now, even the song you're going to sing in your heart may be a song the Holy Spirit is giving you. Do you know when you're sleeping, the, Bible, um, the psalmist says he ministers to us in our night times. Do you know what you're going to do next day? The Holy Spirit can start telling you in your sleep. There's a prayer now I have learned. I have known the prayer, but I know that prayer came to me by the Spirit. And it is for me. So I release it every morning. And once I release it, I'm calm. You know, there will be, it talks about a a comprehension. The moment you understand, the moment you settle it, what happens is that there will be a boldness with which you go about what you do. And the boldness comes from your faith. So it's something that there's a metamorphosis that happens without you being able to tell when one flows into another. You just notice that your life is better. You're going to notice that your approach to things are better. And then afterwards, someone will tell you that there's something new about you. And then things start to work out better. So it's all 
a process that moves from one level to another without any definite marker. There's no like from lava to pupa, from pupa to butterfly. No, it just flows. Are you there? In fact, let me prophesy by my spirit, by the spirit of the Lord from my spirit to you that some of you will send me testimonies and say, Pastor, all things have become new concerning me. I can't explain it, but everything is working together for my good. Somebody is going to testify and say, you know what? I now believe that to him that believes, nothing shall be impossible. You know, you're just going to be a different man. You're going to have a different feel towards things. Even things that tarry. And other people are fretting. You tell them, why are you fretting? In due season, this is what is going to happen. You know, the ability to relax while God's working is another manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The peace that passeth understanding. The peace that passeth understanding is the peace that makes no sense. Everybody will run about you just standing. And at the end of the day, what you said is what all of them come and meet. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is not just about victory. It's not just about wisdom. It's also about walking in the realm of faith that people admire you. Look at Job. He says, though he kills me, yet will I trust him. Look, look, uh, me, that, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Everything fell, all his children died. And what happened at the end? God gave him double. His wife gave up and said, curse God and die. He said, you speak as a foolish man. God does his own no evil. Can I tell you the truth? The greatness of a man's faith is not just demonstrated by how he celebrates in times of victory. It's also how he goes through adversity. In fact, the one, the one that is most impressive is how he handles tough times. That's a good place to clap. God bless you. Anybody can be in Psalm 23. He lays a table for me in the sight of men and you're talking. But Job is one of the greatest men in the Bible. He waited it through. All his friends said nonsense. The Bible says, and all his family and friends, they came back. So even if you have to go through something, when you have the Holy Spirit, your attitude will be superhuman. Glory be to God. Have you been blessed tonight? song, he walks with me um, um, footprints in the sand that's a very powerful Holy Spirit song that's a very powerful one it's the greatest testament of how God is with us when things are good he's walking by us when things are tough he carries us
So when people see only one pair of footprints, they say the Lord left you. No, he didn't leave me. He was carrying me. Can you stand to your feet? Lift up your hands. Let's worship the Lord. Why didn't you lift up your hand and say, Lord, all of me for you. Fill me with your spirit. Rejuvenate me by the anointing that comes from God. Unleash your power into this world through me. Make me a vessel to carry the oil of your grace. Just sing a song to the Lord from your heart. He's been waiting for someone to connect with him. Say, Lord, I'm here for you. I want to make up for all the time I was distracted. I want to make up for all the time I was confused. I'm going to wait on you. Oh Lord. I'm going to wait on you. Set my heart on fire for you. For you. I want to know Holy Spirit, we pray that you move. Move into every heart. Move into every home. Oh Lord, set my heart on fire for you. For you. Spirit is the enabler. The enabler is the one that empowers us to do what we couldn't do. Why don't you lift up your hand to the Lord and say, Lord, I am not strong enough for the journey. Somebody here, God is saying, forgive. And you say, Lord, I can't by myself. You're saying, I can't by myself. God says I can help you. The Holy Spirit is the enabler. To someone is saying, don't be afraid of that mountain. Just say, give me that mountain. And God will put you on wings to scale that mountain. God is saying, I may not level the mountain, but I can make you scale the mountain. Why didn't you lift up your hands and worship the Lord? I'm here for you, Lord. the Lord saying somebody, somebody here you don't like yourself you have a past that you can't forgive yourself God says I can help you walk away from that person I can help you start anew you don't have to be that person 
He is a transforming spirit of God. Why don't you lift up your hands? Set my life in order for you. I want to burn for you. I want to know your way. I want to know I hear the Holy Spirit saying, if you'll make me first, I will grant you the desires of your heart. God is saying, take me from where you left me. Bring me forward. Let me be your joy. Let me be the first thing on your mind. If you will love upon me, I will give you the desires of your heart. I don't know who you are. Lift up your hands and give me another worship song. Give me a worship song. worship the Lord. I want us to sing that song, I need thee every hour. I'm not ashamed to say, Lord, I'm nothing without you. If you will fill me, if you will take over my life, if you will empower me, if you walk with me, if you walk through me, I will be fine. I need thee every hour, every day. This year, don't let me do anything by myself. Let's go. I need the every hour. Oh, do not leave us how we used to be. Draw us close unto yourself. Let there be a fresh outpouring of your spirit. Help us to embrace the Holy Spirit. Let him become real to us. Let the agitations of our heart be silenced by the presence of the spirit of the living God. Let the voice of the Lord the Bible say he is the spirit that gives guidance and counsel and direction. 
that none of us be confused anymore. He's called the comforter that comforts our hearts when we don't know what is going on. The comfort that all things will work together for our good. Father, let today be a turning point as we return to the lover of our soul. The peace of God that passes human understanding will garrison our hearts the peace that precedes the manifestation of the promise of God in our lives. shall it be with us for the rest of this year and the rest of our lives. Bring us back to where we belong. Father, we, 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 we make up our minds to walk with the Spirit of the Lord. Father, thank you for the testimonies of turnaround for many of us. Thank you for this is a new beginning. It will be from glory to glory. Thank you, Lord, for everything. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the ways I want you to know that the Holy Spirit works, it, it, it gives you peace. Is anyone feeling peace right now? That's the evidence of the Holy Spirit. With the peace will come the power. With the power will come the testimonies. In Jesus' mighty help me celebrate the Lord. Come on now.